Matt Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Glad you're with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Great to be back. Uh, had that really horrible four day weekend. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's tough when you're when all you want is for the work week to start up again, mm-hmm. and instead, nope, another day off on Monday. Oh. And then the worst part about this is it's a short work week at that. That's the worst part. Only four days in this work week. Man. Seems like Monday, but it's not. It's Tuesday. We're getting hosed. <laughs> I want a five-day work. No, I take it back. I'm not going to say that out loud. <laughs> yeah, because maybe we could arrange you to come no, in I'm and good. work on Saturday. I'm you sure? I'll be All here right. anyway. <laughs> uh Oh, man. So, all kinds of things going on. There's, you know, the massive hurricane that just stalled over the Bahamas and just created catastrophe on the islands there. Uh, I mean, it was literally going zero miles per hour at one point yesterday. So, it just continued to dump rain and the wind just continued to howl for hours and hours and hours. I remember... Uh, a high two, low three category uh, hurricane Ike in 2008 before we left Houston. Mm-hmm. It lasted, seemed like forever, and it was only a couple hours. Wow. And then it blew through town. I, I can't imagine having it go on all day. Dude. That's just the Bahamas. A nightmare. Some of the videos that have been posted on Twitter. Twitter has really become, <clears throat> when a natural disaster like this occurs, it's like the 21st century ham radio operator. Yeah, because these people are outside in it. They're giving us uh, firsthand accounts, and you just see it. You experience it there um, as much as you can through the internet, and it is scary just to just to experience the videos. I can't imagine living through these experiences. Yeah, we should take a look at some of those. Um, here's a hurricane who's uh, hurricane victim asking for prayers. Please pray for us. Please pray for us, everyone. Please pray for us. Me and my baby. Everyone that stay in the apartment building, we stuck right here. Please pray for us. Maxie, y'all, please. Pray for us. Pray for Abaco, please. I'm begging y'all. My baby's on the floor. The apartment building, as we stay in, the the whole roof came off. We standing right here. So this confirms that she's okay. She made it, but she has nothing left. Wow. Look at this. Oh my Look God, at the Angie, water. The window. Oh, The man. damage is just... Everything's destroyed. Oh, yeah, and all the water is apparently poured through the ceiling, too. Please, someone, please come oh, help man. Us. Look at that. And look at that. Look who's there. The U.S. US Coast Guard. Guard in another country helping out. Yep. How about that? I mean, just look at that. One of the strongest Atlantic storms ever recorded. Yeah. Wow. And it's kind of surprising because it didn't really start out as like much. They thought it was going to just be a tropical storm at first. And then it just kept getting stronger and stronger. 185 sustained. 
220 gusts. Jeez. Tough to, and you know, how are you going to take that for that pounding for 24 hours? Just sitting there. Jeez. Just so tragic. Uh, here's, here's a look at more of the uh, damage that it caused in some of the homes. There. Yeah, this person's on the second floor of their home. Now look at the screen. Look at the flooding on the second look floor. Look at the sliding glass door. That is the ocean. First of all, look at the stairs. You got the water coming up the stairs. And oh, look, at, look at this. Yeah. Watch this. Pounding. Oh, oh my gosh. The storm surge is hitting their second level. Yeah. Wow. And the water coming up the stairwell there. It's terrible. Then we, we, we got some uh, interesting ideas about mm. how maybe you fight these hurricanes. Um, oh, good. Okay. We're yeah. Fight uh, back? A guy had some really interesting <laughs> ideas. Oh, a guy in Florida? Fight back. Don't, <laughs> you know, don't just sit there and take it. No. <laughs> Send the Navy in with chunks of ice. <laughs> this is fun. Watch this. Can't see how they haven't come up with some kind of way to com- combat these storms yet. Yeah. They keep saying, uh, you know, two days ago, three days ago, oh, it's said this, but it's going to hit all this warm weather. All this warm weather and warm water. Water. We have a Navy. Why don't the Navy come and drop ice mm-hmm. in the warm water so it, that it can't oh, get that's... going as fast as it's going? Excellent idea. Oh. There's got to be ways to combat this instead of just pointing at the thing and saying, well, it's, uh, now it's getting worse. <laughs> yeah, we know it's getting worse, uh-huh. but you tell us. Oh, it's the warm weather. Oh, it's the wind. Well, we have an Air Force. Uh-huh. Right, so yeah. Air Force planes around to get the winds going the opposite way. Oh. The Navy to go in circles to fight it the other way. <laughs> <laughs> See, like, if it's going one way, what you do is you get all the, I mean, every plane that the Air Force has and go the other way. Clearly, the guy's seen the original Superman. <laughs> Where he flies around the Earth backward until uh-huh. until it spins the other way, he, but he flies really fast. You really gotta fast. go really fast. Uh, but he saw that and he understands what minute. needs to be done. And what about the chunks of ice? If the if the ocean is so hot, drop some ice in there. Why ain't you dropping ice in there? I don't want to leave us vulnerable to an attack if we put all of our Air Force planes in that hurricane. Um, especially if it doesn't turn out too well. So why not just call on Superman to do this? He can or take care of it. Or we could do that. Yeah, I'm surprised you didn't propose it. Because <laughs> that's apparently where he got those great ideas. Wow. Oof. Man. Uh, do you really have to answer why you don't drop ice into the ocean? Um. Not going to take care of it? <laughs> no. It's not? No. no. Not going to break it apart? Well, I mean, depends on how much ice you have. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because if you drop... Antarctica into the ocean, <laughs> uh, maybe cools it off a few degrees. I don't know. Okay, so that does stop because the the hurricane, the storm, feeds off of warm water. Right. So if we pick up Antarctica and then drop it where the hurricane is, but then and then you got the cold, you got the cold uh, land mass, land mass that is just ice. Away. I think that takes away the hurricane completely. Why haven't we dropped? Antarctica into How these places. However, Pat, the splashdown, right? Oh, the splash. That's going to be... be Europe and North America, like in this case, are going to have some kind of residual oh, you, tsunami. You drop effect. it in there carefully. Just, oh, you just kind yeah, of place it gently, in there? You don't just drop it. Oh, no, I mean, like that all higgledy piggledy. That would be stupid. Just drop Antarctica into a, into a uh, Sorry. body of water. You place Antarctica. Yes, you gently place it in there. <laughs> well, now so, I'm on board. 
All the storm tracks apparently have, uh, in fact, every single one of them. Yeah, all the computer models. Has this turning north and going away from the United States. Which is good. Which is great. Yeah. I mean, you had the one. There was that one, like, lime green line uh, on the computer models that they had all weekend that showed it going over Florida into the Gulf of Mexico and then coming Mm. back over Florida. But now they're all lining up nicely. Look at that. I'm surprised. That's... That's hopeful That's for the U.S. Hopeful. Yeah, and it's supposed to just go right up the coast and hopefully Good. not make landfall. Yeah. Um, there's going to be obviously effects in these coastal cities, but not as bad as it could be if these models hold true. Uh, so since Hurricane Dorian did hammer the Bahamas and is moving slowly toward the United States, but hopefully it's going to turn north, but millions along the southern east coast have been ordered to evacuate. Um, and so... Mercury One is going to spring into action just in case here. Team Rubicon's National Operations Center has mobilized teams to fill sandbags and board up windows. Operation Barbecue Relief is staged outside of Atlanta, ready to deploy. Operation Blessing is located on the East Coast and is ready to move. Team Rubicon also has route clearance teams ready to deploy up and down the East Coast. So our disaster relief Partners are all on the ground throughout the southeast, awaiting to see where the, the path takes this uh, storm. And so, if you could, please go to mercuryone.org to, to donate and help us prepare. Preparing and being ready, really important when it comes to uh, disaster response. So, as always, thanks for your support and anything you can do uh, to help out. Be greatly appreciated. 888 uh, Trump's personal assistant was fired mm-hmm. over the weekend, maybe like Friday, Thursday, um, over comments she made about Trump's daughters. Did you guys talk about this on Friday? Yeah, we did. Uh-huh. I don't know the exact uh, comments that she made, however. Uh, Have those come to light? Ooh, yeah. Okay, so I did not see this update. Um, so she she got a little drunk, uh, <laughs> apparently, at a... Some sort of banquet for journalists and White House staffers. It was an off-the-record dinner, so somebody went on the record when it was all supposed to be off the record. And uh, she she told the journalist next to her that she has a better relationship than either with the president than either Ivanka or Tiffany. Oh no! And she further said. Not anymore. That uh, <laughs> Tiffany, uh, the president doesn't really like to be pictured with her because she's eh, a little tubby. No. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And then she said, I, I don't think uh, the president could pick her out of a lineup or would know her if he passed her on the street. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So there's a yeah. problem. So there was three. A, there's a problem. And so uh, she was dismissed. And uh, that's, I mean, amazing stuff. I, You know, the Tiffany thing has been rumored a lot. Um, but, and Trump did confirm that he dismissed her because he was talking about, she was talking about his children and it was a little bit hurtful. Mm-hmm. And he said, it's too bad. She's a very good person, did her job really well, and he wished her well. But gave her a hearty hi ho, and then he said, "I love Tiffany." <laughs> okay, good, good. Well, that's good. I'm glad. Oh, it's over. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Man, that's so. Uh, yeah, you can't do that when you're a personal assistant to the president. You need to keep your your yap shut. I think if you're um, work for mm-hmm. any president, especially this president, mm-hmm. you don't need to be getting inebriated around journalists whose oh sole mission in life is to destroy his presidency. Such a bad idea. Mm. Such everything a bad is idea. on the record. Oh yeah. Even when they say it's off the record, you're not. I mean, would you really say something like that to a journalist? Right. Right. You got to know your job is going away if you do that. Mm. Crazy. Just amazing stuff. Um. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And it Pat unleashed on Twitter. We have a lot of gun news. And uh, the Democrats are out yapping again because we had another tragedy, another really horrific event. Um, Nobody knows why this crazy guy did what he did. Um, Snapped. But he he was pulled over in um, Odessa, Texas, just for a turn signal situation. He didn't, I guess he didn't have his turn signal on when he turned. So the police officer pulled him over. And... The guy just uh, put his AR-15 out the window and started shooting at the cop. Yeah, he actually just, wounded him too. Just lost his job. Um, yeah, but they said he was in meltdown form. Yeah, because he had called anyway. ahead of time, right? The FBI yeah. to say, "Yeah, I'm going to called do the this. FBI and the local police." Very strange. Mm-hmm. Really weird. And then he drove around town shooting at people Ugh. until he finally got slammed into. He got out of the vehicle and he was walking toward a really. Uh, heavily populated area where there's a cinema complex and a bunch of entertainment and food and all that. And the cops finally shot him there and uh, and put him down. So Yeah, a lot of sad stories. But not before he victims. killed seven people Yeah, and just, injured 22. That's very sad. But as you can imagine, uh, the Democrats are back on the gun route. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's Let's eliminate the Second Amendment. We'll get to that. Uh, here in just a second. First, let me take 60 seconds to tell you about realestateagentsitrust.com. There's 1,000 active agents, another 5,000 on a waiting list to join this network because it's a really desirable network to be a part of, uh, both as an agent and as their client. If you've ever been frustrated trying to buy or sell a home with no urgency from your realtor, no return phone calls, no real marketing, that will not be the situation with realestateagentsitrust.com. They have a high sense of urgency. They respond to every inquiry in minutes, not hours. We follow up to make sure that your experience with them was a good one. Um, So these are real professionals, and they have great track records. There's nobody here who can't sell a house. So if you're looking to sell your house quickly and for the most money, or maybe you need to buy one, maybe you need to do both because you're relocating, Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, let's start with uh, Joe Biden on guns. Um, Because he is so clear on everything right now Mm -hmm. that uh, I'm sure... He's got amazing clarity on this issue as well. The idea that we don't have elimination of assault-type weapons, magazines that can hold multiple bullets in them, is absolutely mindless. 
It is no violation of the Second Amendment. It is uh, it's just a, a bow to the special interest of the gun manufacturers oh, in the NRA. It's got to stop. You promise. Uh, what's got to stop is that bullcrap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, just so agonizing. But even more so, Beto O'Rourke has just gone off the deep end oh, on this and every other issue. He's gone, man. This guy's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, check this out. How do you address the fears that the government is going to take away this uh, assault rifle, as you call them, if you're talking about buybacks and banning? Yeah. So I, I want to be yeah. really clear that okay, do, do. Um, that's exactly what we're going to do. Um, <laughs> Americans oh. will who oh. own AR-15s, AK-47s, will have to sell them to the government. We're, we're not going to allow uh, them no. to stay on our streets, to show up in our communities, to be used against us in our synagogues, our churches, wow. our mosques, uh, our Walmarts, our, our public places. That is un. Believable. At least he's being clear. Yeah, he is. Wow. Yes, he is. Well, that gives you a clear, uh, clear choice there. Mm-hmm. All right, you want a guy who's going to take your guns from you? Clear, clear as day. He said it. Yep. Well, well, that's because they're afraid of that because we're doing that. That's what we're going to do. Ah, uh, no, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> Well, that, that's because that's because you lost yours in a boating accident. You know what? That's why I I feel so defiant. I, no, I didn't lose mine. No, I didn't. And you're not going to take it from me, and I'm not going to sell it back to you. Dangerous path here, America. Wow. Mm. You're not taking you're not taking something I have a God given right to have, and a constitutional right to have. No, I'm sorry. You're you're not taking it. You can come for it, but I'm not giving it to you. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Uh, they used to say all the time in the NRA, out of my cold, dead fingers. Mm-hmm, but sure. this is the kind of rhetoric that brings that out in Americans. No, we're just, yeah, well, that's because we're going to come with what we're going to do. We're just going to take them. I'm sorry, you can't have them anymore. Wait, I, th- this is a legal uh, possession that I have. That you're not entitled to. What do you mean I can't have it now? You can't go back and, and, and say retroactively, now that gun is illegal. You can't do that. This is still, so far, knock on wood, America. Okay, but it's also 2019. <laughs> unbelievable, that man. Mm-hmm. That is unbelievable. Wow. Yep. I mean, I, that's worth playing again because it is, this is the most, uh, this might be the most definitive I've ever heard uh, a, an anti-gun person put this. Listen How to O'Rourke again. address the fears that the government is going to take away this uh, assault rifle, as you call them, if you're talking about buybacks and banning? Yeah. So I, I want to be really clear that um, that's exactly what we're going to do. Oh, um, okay, thank Americans you. Will, who own AR-15s, AK-47s, will have to sell them to the government. We're, we're not going to allow mm. them to stay <laughs> on our streets, to show up in our communities, mm. to be used against us in our synagogues, our churches, our wow. mosques, uh, our Walmarts, our, our public places. Well, you know, how would they take your guns? How would they confiscate your guns any other way? Of course, it's for your own protection. It's for the protection of all Americans. They're not going to say, hey, look, we're just going to violate the Second Amendment 
and uh, you're going to have to turn in your guns. They're not going to do that. They're going to say, this is just too dangerous now, and we can't allow these guns on the street. They're for one purpose and one purpose only, and so you're going to have to sell them back to us. Well, no. (laughs) No. Uh, We got a great uh, lesson in guns here. Uh, who is this from, Keith? Uh, just some guy posted it. Just some guy who posted yeah. uh, a great gun message. Walking us through the different weapons. Oh, yeah. Oh, and showing us um, what, an, what, what an AR-15 is all about. What an assault rifle <laughs> is really, and how scary an assault rifle is. Yeah. Here it is. This is a pistol. To some of you, this is an assault weapon. But in all actuality, this gun shoots the same exact bullets as this gun. They both shoot the exact same caliber. There's no difference in the bullet size. Mm -hmm. This is an AR-15, what some of you call an assault rifle. This is a 30 6 It's wood, pretty, and it only shoots deer. Here's the bullet for the mean gun that everybody wants to ban. (laughs) Right. Okay. Here's the bullet for the deer <laughs> rifle that only shoots deer. Here's the mean bullet, and here's the deer bullet. <laughs> That's great. This is a 3030, a cowboy gun. Right. If I attack someone with a cowboy gun, uh-huh. it automatically becomes an assault rifle. That's true. Exactly the same way, if I were to hit someone, this would become an assault nine iron. <laughs> Both of these guns will sit here mm-hmm. until I move one. Okay. <laughs> that's this not true. Come on. That's, is that is true? It's not going to get up and walk away. Oh, come back, gun! <laughs> I am a law abiding citizen. Right. So when the robber comes into my house. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not going to use a Nerf gun. I will exercise my right to keep and bear arms and protect my family from a threat by any means necessary. And if this video offends you, I suggest you eat a bowl of alphabet soup and choke on the... <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah, the... Uh, was it lesson. the 30-30 bullet that was, what, an inch and a half larger than the AR-22? Or, I mean, AR-15 bullet? Yes. Which I believe is twenty two caliber. Mm-hmm. 20, so. Or 223, what is that? I don't know. I'm, I'm not a gun expert. I'm just a, a Second Amendment enthusiast. Just know it's uh, safer to be a human than a deer. Yes. <laughs> Jeez. That, that thing looked like it would do some damage. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, for, it's designed for killing. No, no, not the fun weapon with the wood on it. <laughs> that, that is just a sporting rifle. <laughs> you tell them it's an antique. Jeez. Yes, there's an antique. Uh, uh, you guys don't want this one. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Most of us have tens, even hundreds of thousands of dollars in equity in our homes. Um, you know, because we've been paying for a long time. Because it's really the bank who owns it. We're just uh, we're tenants. Yeah, we're tenants. <laughs> <laughs> for 30, Essentially, for we're renting years. it for thirty years, and then you rent it from the government through your property taxes. Exactly. Yay! You never really own it. But uh, it's our savings account. It's a retirement nest egg. It's quick cash in an emergency. Now your equity 
is gone, stolen online by thieves. It's called home equity theft, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes there is. Thieves discovered that our home titles are online now, and they forge a few documents to make it look like you sold them your home. Then they take out loans using your equity, and you could already be a victim of equity theft and not even know it until those late payments start showing up. No bank or identity theft program can protect you from this, but Home Title Lock does. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a firewall around your home's online title and mortgage. The instant they detect any tampering, they shut it down. Protect your most valuable asset from equity thieves. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, enter your address to see if you're already a victim. And register now for 60 risk-free days of protection at HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Is unleashed. And Pat Unleashed on uh, Twitter, boxed water flavor enhancer tweets, everybody from Florida to South Carolina, point your hair dryers east oh, and turn them it. on. Yeah, oh. I like it. Yeah, just blow it the other way. Hmm. Uh, Michael NP1701, there was serious consideration to tow icebergs into the Bermuda area to cool the atmosphere against hurricanes. Just as loony. Is that true? You yes. tow icebergs into the... <laughs> really? All right. Mm, I want to find uh, that out. More on trivia. Ready, M. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I detect a hint of sarcasm when Pat was lamenting about having Monday off? <laughs> no. No, that was entirely sincere. Mm-hmm. He said, I love, love Monday. Oh, yeah. We're not like the Boomtown Rats who... Uh, Saying about why they don't like Mondays. Mm-hmm. We, we love, love them. Tuesdays, too. And Tuesday. Uh-huh. What we hate is when it starts getting late in the week and we know we only have a little bit of work left. <laughs> and I actually, I, I enjoy a shorter work week more than a long weekend. Is that crazy? Because, really? Yeah, I just, mm-hmm. I don't know, because I just, I don't know, I want to get back in the flow of things, mm-hmm. you know, just mm-hmm. sitting around the house. I've already sure. Spent, Me too. Spent the entire weekend, you know, in the yard, not... Injuring myself. Oh, good. Yeah. So that Congratulations. Was mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyhow, I was, I was ready to get back here. From Kale to Tasty? Yeah, so was I, frankly. Uh, you guys really have a profound impact on your listeners, viewers. My girls had a sleepover this weekend, and two of their friends went home early. My wife looked at me strange when I said, we lost them. Oh, no. We lost them. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> yes, uh, it is. Okay, so back in it is. 2018... <laughs> A Dubai-based engineering firm wanted to tow icebergs from Antarctica year? to Dubai in order to provide the city with a reserve of fresh drinking water. Wow. Uh, See, they I will say, in Dubai, in the United Arab Emirates, they have some wacky, wild ideas, but they actually follow up on a lot of them. <laughs> they actually try to bring them to fruition. You know, look at all the stuff they've done with the, like the palm island that they built with the luxury homes mm-hmm. and all, all this stuff the indoor skiing areas and what was it they were just I, I don't know they're just working on all kinds of amazing oh floating homes in the bay uh, that's exciting yeah it's exciting stuff yeah and and so towing an iceberg mm-hmm. to uh provide fresh water for them i bet they were serious about that least, i bet they seriously yeah. considered it at least have a meeting and you know think it through and this- yeah but that's what happens when you when your country has lots of money 
through selling fossil fuels. Yes. Okay. Which really aren't fossil fuels, <laughs> in my humble uh, opinion. Here we go. I believe that they're naturally like occurring goo. I like that this. It just bubbles up in the earth, and it just keeps bubbling up in the earth. Way to derail the point of capitalism mm-hmm. uh, uh, can uh, improve your life <laughs> is the real point I was trying to make. But I totally get it. Still, it still holds. It still holds mm-hmm. true. Yeah, your capitalist point. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We got to get in. Speaking of uh, guns, got to tell you about this thirteen uh, year old and the heinous crime he committed. Oh no! What did he do? And then there was another a man who committed a heinous crime against his neighbor uh, in gun related incidents that oh. they're going to make you sick to your stomach. <laughs> you may vomit. So get a barf bag ready. Mm. Okay, we'll share that with you coming up okay. here in a second. I got to do it. It has to be. Yeah. It has. It's it's a cautionary tale. Both of them. Cautionary. Cautionary tale. tales. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ever wonder why you can't seem to control your appetite, Re- regardless of your diet or your commitment? You always feel hungry, and believe it or not, it's really kind of not your fault. Scientists now understand it's not about willpower; it's about nature. Our brains are wired for survival, and they tell our bodies all the time, hey, uh, give me more calories, no matter how much you eat. Luckily, our body naturally produces a molecule called OEA, which sends a signal to your brain that you're full, but if you're like most of us, you don't produce enough of it. That's where Riduzone comes in. FDA-accepted Riduzone, developed to provide the OEA we need to bridge that gap. It's a safe, vegetarian, gluten-free supplement that tells your body, hey, stop eating, you're full. Get 30% off and a three-month supply right now at RidUZone.com with promo code PAT. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Yes, sir. They're coming for the guns. Now, I only say that because (laughs) they freely and fully admit it now. (laughs) Jeez. That's the only reason you say it. That's the only reason they say it because they are. Otherwise, you know, maybe I wouldn't say it. <laughs> uh, but do you remember how they used to play this? Oh no! The last thing in the world we're gonna we're going to do is take your guns. Nobody, no one's talking about that. Stop it! We just want common sense gun reform. Uh, that's wow. That's been left far in the past, mm-hmm. in the dust, in the dustbin of history, if you will. <laughs> just like abortion, uh, mm-hmm. safe and rare, right? <laughs> Right. That rare. I mean, they they want it to be as common as... as uh, a drive-thru. They want it to be a drive-thru abortions right here, ladies and gentlemen. I bet they would like that. Gosh, don't give them any ideas, man. Jeez. Uh, Derek in Florida. Hi, you're on the blaze. Hey, guys. I'm hey. doing great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> um, let's pretend uh, better work goes through the country and successfully removes every single AR-15 that exists in the United States right now. Mm-hmm. How is he going to keep? How is he going to keep them from coming across his open border? Oh well, he's not. He has no. He has no intention of keeping any anybody from coming across the border. So I mean, that fits. Appreciate the call, thanks, Derek. That that fits perfectly into his plan. If there's absolutely nothing we can do about the porous border, that's perfectly fine with him and fits right into his plan. Now, Beto O'Rourke might be the worst of all of them on the border. He has no inkling of doing anything about the border, about illegal immigration, about the drugs flowing across, about any potential terrorist activity. Like, that's so crazy. 
you know, that might the terrorist might get the idea. Hey, look how easy it is to get across <laughs> America's southern border. Let's just sneak across the border. And didn't he also call uh, Ciudad Juarez uh, one of the safest cities in yeah, the world? Yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> right he across did. the border from El Paso. Yes. Well, he always he's continually saying El Paso is one of the safest cities in the country, and and uh, Juarez is one of the safest cities in the world as well. Oh, okay. Well, other than all the murders, you yeah, know, I mean, and the the drug war going on. Beyond that, though, don't worry about the drugs and the kidnappings and, and, beyond, and the murder. Beyond beyond that as well. Beyond that, it's fine. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's like a paradise. I mean, and the, you know the the uh, sex trade uh, that goes on, uh, you know. On mm-hmm. down there, oh yeah, don't no, yeah. But besides that, human trafficking, yeah. Mm-hmm. But beyond those, well, a couple of things. Right. What, what do you want? Perfection? You want Nirvana? Huh? Come on. Don't let good be the. Don't let perfect be the enemy of good, or whatever that expression is, which pisses me off every time That's they say fun. it about a bill that they're doing that sucks. <laughs> don't let perfection be the enemy of good. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, Frank in Pennsylvania, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, hey, guys. Hey, doing? good. It's good to have patriots like you guys. Oh, and, thank you. Uh, the way I see it, man, I've been around for a while, and these people are already telling me that uh, they want my uh, my car, they want my chickens, they want my gal, they want my property, <laughs> and now they're telling me they want my gun. I mean, do I look stupid? <laughs> well, I, and, I uh, haven't seen you, so I'm not sure. Well, that's that's good point. But you don't sound stupid. But, uh, the way I see it is I got two grandkids, and yeah. uh, hopefully they can live a free life. And personally, myself, I mean, I'm not going to do well in a re-educational camp, so I figure, what the hell, I got one choice. <laughs> All right, thanks, Frank. <laughs> um, you know, it's it's that mentality that is ingrained in us because we know it is a God-given right to be able to have that weapon to defend ourselves and our families. And it's it's not about hunting for the millionth time. It's not about fishing. It's It's not about even... Uh, target shooting, although the, all those things figure into it, and they're fun, and, and it's nice. What the Second Amendment comes down to is protecting yourself against, let's say, an invasion from the Chinese or the sure. Russians. Uh, you're you're going to want a gun then. Mm-hmm. You're going to be damn glad that there are 300 million armed Americans. Yeah, and, and by the way, uh, a listener sent this to me on Twitter a few weeks ago. I looked into this. I, this. I was fascinated by this story. There was a guy who invented a repeating rifle back in 1777, mm-hmm. and he, dem- he wanted to demonstrate it for the Founding Fathers. They knew of it, it, it that it existed, and he wanted to outfit the uh, Continental <clears throat> Army, but Congress wouldn't come up with funding for it. Um, but these guys, they knew that repeating rifles, in other words, when you hear the argument, the founding fathers had no idea they were just single musket loading. What? No, no, they had, they knew exactly what was capable back then uh, in mm-hmm. terms of repeating rifles. Um, so, so that argument's dead. It's a fast, I gotta, I gotta retweet this cause I gotta find this and it's such an educational story, but the founding fathers envisioned Guns that could shoot more than one bullet at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, anyhow, it just—it's another thing against the uh, Second Amendment naysayers. I love it. And the the main point of the founders about with the Second Amendment is exactly what they had uh, in their battle with Britain. It was to be able to arm yourself against an oppressive government, and that's exactly what they did. That's what they cared about. And they 
they were afraid that one day there might be an oppressive government here. If that happened, they wanted the citizens to be armed. If you don't like it, that's tough. That's what it was about. Yeah, that was where Britain was that's, marching. That's what it's about. It's about protecting yourself from your own government if you need to, if it becomes tyrannical, or some other government and an, and an invasion of this country. Which is pretty hard to fathom when we're armed to the teeth like we are. Go ahead and disarm us and see what happens. That's the greatest thing that could ever happen to uh, our enemies is for the populace of this nation to be completely disarmed. So it's not about hunting and fishing. It is about being able to defend yourself against whoever. Whether it's a home invasion or whether it's the Russians, (laughs) you can defend yourself. Now we've come to these stories that are going to sicken you. And it lends a, lends a little credence to, to people like Beto O'Rourke. Uh, fortunately, an, the Iola Independent School District right here in Texas is disciplining a student because they found an old photo that showed that student with a handgun on social media. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Investigators said the four-year-old photo four years ago surfaced on Facebook August 22nd and it shows the 13-year-old holding a handgun with an adult present when he was nine years old. Wow. So um, the it, post, the uh-huh. social post media also reportedly mentioned the word school. They don't say in what context. Uh-huh. And over the last four years, what has he been doing with that gun? Nothing. Not, not out murdering people? No. He hasn't shot anybody. Mm, that you know of. To my knowledge, he hasn't even used it. Mm-hmm. So last week, on the second day of the new school year, this student was questioned about the photo. Law enforcement then said there was no threat. But the Iola ISD superintendent, Scott Martindale, said the sole issue was that the picture had the caption using the word school, although it was not used in a threatening manner. It was a young student, had a handgun in the picture. This is four years ago, dumbass. <laughs> I mean, this is so ridiculous. I, oh, my gosh. And part of the wording on the picture, it had the word school in it. So we take that stuff very seriously here. As we investigated, we found out the picture was a four-year-old picture. The picture had a caption that mentioned school. <laughs> it did not threaten the school whatsoever. It just mentioned school. <laughs> Okay. All right. So, uh, what did they do? Um, he will be disciplined according to district policy. I don't know if that means a suspension. I don't know if they're going to put him in detention. You're going to punish this kid for a photograph holding a gun, not threatening anybody with it, with his mom in the picture from four years ago when he was nine. I... Have you heard of anything more asinine than that? It's pretty hard to conceive of something dumber than that. But this just might be it right here. A Pennsylvania man broke the law when he pretended to point a gun at his neighbor. Well, what do you mean he pretended to point the gun? Did he did yeah. he have the gun like near him and he almost picked it up or 
No. Something far worse than that. What? 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 It's the uh, level two look-alike firearm that he used. Easy, easy. I see your fingers move. Is, oh, no, no, no. Oh, you just aimed no, it at I, me. No, I didn't. No, I was aiming no, at the monitor. Sir. No, sir. <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. I was aiming right at uh-huh. the camera. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, whatever. Uh, the bottom line is the... Plus, I'm not left-handed, so it wouldn't be much of a shot. Okay, well, the tip of your index <clears throat> finger was aimed in this general direction. I feel threatened. He used his thumb and index finger to create the shape of a weapon. <laughs> yeah, he used his hand. It was a finger gun. But, it w- but, <laughs> but we've heard in the past, that's a level two lookalike firearm. As is a Pop-Tart chewed right. in that uh, level shape. Level two lookalike mm-hmm. firearm. Level two. Uh, so he was charged with uh, a weapons charge. <clears throat> An appeals court just held upheld the ruling. <laughs> yeah. I can't. So he was convicted of disorderly con- conduct last fall, but appealed the decision. This week, an appeals court upheld his conviction, ruling that pointing a finger gun is, in fact, a criminal offense in this case. <clears throat> the incident occurred in June 2018, a little over a year ago. Involved neighbors with a history of bad blood. When Kirchner and another neighbor, Elaine Nitori, walked past Josh Klingseason out mulching in his backyard, Kirchner made eye contact with him, then made a hand gesture at him, imitating the firing and recoiling of a gun. (laughs) Oh, my. With his finger. Just immature, though. Did the level two look-alike bullet graze him? <laughs> it hit him? Did it wound him in any way? Hit him in the foot. He's fine. <laughs> the gesture was caught. It was caught on Klingsizen's surveillance cameras, oh. which he had installed due to the ongoing confrontations with his neighbor. At the time, he had no had a no-contact order against Klingsizen. So he, f- he testified in Lancaster court that he felt extremely threatened when Kirchner made the gun gesture. Another neighbor who witnessed the gesture testified that she felt insecure after seeing it and called 911. Kirchner admitted to making the gun gesture, but did so after Klingsizen gave him the finger with both hands. But that's okay. You go ahead and flip him off, but don't use your hand oh, wow. in the shape of a gun. Don't do that. Wow. <laughs> so you can get away with flipping the bird. Right. Mm-hmm. Double barrel. I mean, I, I'd almost... I, I don't know what I would do. I, I would be so incensed over something this asinine. He was ordered to pay a $100 fine and court costs. Kirchner... And like, not like that's, you know, a death penalty, but it's so... It's the... It's the principle of the thing. I'd I'd just be incensed. I'm incensed for him. He appealed the verdict, arguing the evidence presented at trial didn't establish that making a hand gesture in the form of a gun creates a hazardous or physically offensive condition, which it doesn't. Therefore, he argued, the evidence is insufficient to support the disorderly conduct charge. He also argued his hand gesture could never be mistaken for an actual firearm. (laughs) So it was no worse than any other hand gesture. The Pennsylvania State Appeals Court ruled this week that given the history of the parties involved, making the gesture did amount to disorderly conduct because it created a hazardous condition 
involving danger or risk. <laughs> okay, stop it. So I'd take this thing to the Supreme Court if it was me. What if you do the little neck thing right here? You know, you just go like you're cutting the neck. I don't know. I it doesn't involve a gun, so it's probably fine. But it, it involves a knife, which it does, as we know knives. in some parts of the world <laughs> are verboten. Wow. Hmm. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Added Pat Unleashed on Twitter. We got this note from James in Las Vegas. And this really sums up the iTarget Pro uh, system. Said, I work from home, rarely bring out my guns because my kids are really little, but they were out of town visiting grandparents. And I just purchased a new handgun, HK P30. So I pulled it out, pulled out my iTarget Pro, and it was a reminder of how valuable this system really is. Not only was it a blast to practice with, it's really useful because my new handgun's a double action and the trigger pull is different than my striker fire handguns. Gave me the opportunity to get familiar with my new handgun, and before long, I pulled out my AR-15 and my M&P shield, and was practicing with all of them. Uh, so that's great, thanks, James. Also, keep in mind though that you could use this system with your kids around and let them use it as well because it's completely safe. Instead of a bullet, there's a laser bullet. It just fires a laser, and that shows you where your where your shots land on the target. It's really an awesome system. Completely safe, comes with your caliber-specific laser bullet and the targeting system. Right now, get 10% off plus free shipping when you use the offer code PAT. It's the letter I, then TargetPro.com, offer code PAT. iTargetPro.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, Let's go to Martha in... Arkansas. Hey, Martha. You're Hi, on the bus. Hi. How you doing? Good. Did you have a good weekend? Oh, no. Yes. No, oh, my, oh, my oh, Cougars lost. The BYU Cougars. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't they, notice that. They oh, lost. Oh, not, not good. Oh, oh, the pain. The pain. The pain. Yeah. Well, I would like to expound on the, the previous caller mm-hmm. that you had about taking his guns away. Yeah. That is was a huge part of what started our revolutionary war. Mm-hmm. That neither side wanted war, but when, I'm reading right out of my encyclopedia, <laughs> 1947, you can't beat them, mm-hmm. that when General Gage seized the powder and shot that the colonists had collected, mm-hmm. and then he sent a man on April 18th of 1775 by the name of Major John Pitcairn to destroy all of their ammunition, that's when all hell broke loose. Yep. And that's yep. what they do every time. Every time. Yep. Right. Even back then. Exactly mm-hmm. right. That's it. Thanks, Martha. Appreciate it. Uh, Gene in Washington. Hi, you're on the blaze. Yeah, good morning, guys. Morning. We've talked before. Um, when we were kids, we used to play army and we'd grab sticks or whatever we could use as, you know, go bang, bang at each other. Mm-hmm. And we'd drop dead and stuff like that. And, and okay, it was like timeout. Well, Therefore, nowadays, we could be round up, reta- uh, rested, and retrained. Yes. I know. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, them, it is. Them level it? two weapons will get you in trouble every time. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thanks, Gene. Yeah, not just level two. Level two look-alike mm-hmm. weapons. Yeah, it's, uh, it's crazy dangerous. Crazy, crazy dangerous. I, I don't even know how a judge makes a ruling like that and then looks himself in the mirror and says, yeah. I did my due diligence today. <laughs> and I uh, I made sure justice was served today. Really? 
And a guy who pointed his finger at somebody else, and you're... Got him off the streets. <laughs> Oof, that was a close one. <laughs> so ridiculous. Yet you got this nut job that calls the FBI, calls local police, tells everybody he's on some murderous rampage, or whatever he rambled to them, and nothing. Nothing. They don't. Nobody gets him in time. But fortunately, we got this neighbor off the streets. Well, we at least find him, and he learned his he learned an important lesson. And you know where he was standing? His driveway. That's right. Well, that'll teach him doing that. <laughs> but that's exactly him. what Lexington and Concord were. These weren't like <clears throat> random places where this stuff occurred. That's where the British were. They knew mm-hmm. where the the colonists had stored their weapons. Yes. And the ammunition. And that's exactly she was right. The caller absolutely. And ask the Native Americans. Ask them how it goes at Pine Ridge when the government shows up. They were there to collect their guns. Yeah, and an ugly, ugly massacre happened Mm -hmm. instead. Well, in addition. So, yeah, ask the Jews in Germany. Hmm. You you could if very many of them were still around when they lost their weapons. It's just so ridiculous. It's so asinine, and we've got an... Entire history, world history of evidence. That gray unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Awesome to have you with us. Thanks for joining us. Um, spread the word for us. Help us uh, spread the word far and wide. So when you you know are using the bingo items of the show, people will understand, be able to smile and laugh along with you. It just makes everything much easier. Yeah, yeah. You have to explain it to them. It uncomplicates your life and your Mm -hmm. conversations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Better to let them in on it. So Uh, so bingo is the game of the spring, but there's a game (laughs) of the fall that's beginning this week. More on trivia. Mm -hmm. And the more on trivia t-shirt debuts at shop.theblaze.com slash pat. Oh, yeah. Shop.theblaze.com slash pat. Or just go to shop.theblaze.com, and you can click on the banner there. Uh, right now, um, the Pat Gray paraphernalia is the banner with the Moron Trivia t-shirt. Oh, I love 2019 this. 2019 Moron Trivia, which starts Friday, returns Friday. Awesome. Oh, it's here. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Now, but Thursday, we're going to do, <clears throat> I know your favorite. We're gonna do the over and unders. Mm-hmm. Got to pick the the mm-hmm. make your predictions for the NFL. I know you're right. excited about this. Really excited. It gets yeah. stewing here. We have fun. You the, hear audience, the excitement in my voice. The audience uh, demanded it. All right. Yeah, they did. And uh, it's like, like not even close. Like seventy to thirty or something like something. that. Something. Eighty twenty. Anyway, so we're doing that Thursday. More on trivia on Friday. Steelers and <sighs> Patriots. Some of the gleam has been taken off the football season, of course. Oh no! I oh. was mocked by uh, what was her? It was Martha. It said poor baby or something when yeah, I mentioned that my weekend sucked because yeah. BYU lost. I'm um, sorry. And she was in Arkansas, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, know mm-hmm. That, I know that the Razorbacks won, but I don't remember it being like, uh, oh, 20 to 13, they crushed Portland State. <laughs> of course, I'm not going to say too much because the Huskers beat South Alabama. Yeah, by 14. By 14. Saw that. <clears throat> hey, Saw that. you know what, though? <clears throat> it feels good as a Husker fan to get your first win of the season in August as opposed to October 20th last year. Right. So I'll take it. So Jeffy tweets after the game or texts. He texted me. Uh, yeah. 
what was it? I don't know. I was leaving you alone. Dude, dude, dude. Should I send DPS over for a wellness check? Wow. So, two days later, when his Missouri Tigers lost to Wyoming. Wyoming. Yeah! Way to go, Cowboys! I sent him a text. Dude, dude, dude. Should I send DPS over for a wellness check? (laughs) Wow. Uh, Tomorrow's going to be fun in here when he visits us. Yes, it is. (laughs) Yes, it is. I'm just going to sit. I'm going to let you guys fight it out. I'm just going to sit back here. And interestingly, um, our our competition this coming weekend, Tennessee lost a terrible. Oh, no. They're calling it Tennessee's worst loss of all time. They lost to Georgia State, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, Georgia State. Who I thought I didn't think that was a Division One, uh, or I guess it's FBS. I didn't think it was an FBS school, but it, I guess it is. It's yeah. a like a bottom rung in the Sun Belt Conference, mm-hmm. and they're just they've and been, they beat Tennessee. Yeah, they've only been a program for a few years. That's uh, crazy. Bill Curry started that. I that's don't know. that's crazy. So now you know everybody's on the. Cougar websites. It's like, oh, now we're going to face a really pissed off Tennessee. Well, what do you mean? Why Why aren't the Cougars pissed off that they lost <laughs> for the ninth time in a row right. to the Utes? They're the ones who should be pissed. Mm-hmm. And I want to see that fire when they come out and play them at Neyland Stadium in Tennessee. What time is your game? Uh, I think I think it's 6 o'clock Central. Okay. 6 Central. Oh, good. So it's not like one of these no, it's stupid not like, like 11.30 at night start time. So that's good. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Got this uh, tweet at Pat Unleashed from Bivital Words Matter. Juarez is one of the safest cities in the world, right along with East St. Louis, Baghdad, and Caracas. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yep. Uh, let's not forget Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Bob blah blah. Uh, Beto might soon claim that he'll force hurricanes to sell its assault wind back to the government. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Steve 42, your Democrat friend. No one is talking. No one is talking about taking guns. Beto, we're going to take your guns. <laughs> Good job. That's uh, true. It's uh, very true. Let's go to Larry in Illinois. Hey, Larry, you're on the blaze. Yeah, hello. Hi. I, uh, I just wanted to call in and uh, give a little thing here that I've had laying on my desk for quite a while. It was a mm-hmm. little quote from Adolf Hitler in 1933. Okay. It said, to conquer a nation, first disarm its citizens. Mm. And uh, defenseless people rounded up and exterminated in the 20th century because of gun control is 56 million. Holy cow. Yeah. That's just... That's and, amazing. Uh, it, was, it, it took place in the Soviet Union, Turkey, Germany, China, Guatemala, Uganda, Cambodia. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a whole list of them. Yep. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, Larry. It's, it is. It's the first step toward uh, tyranny and, and even genocide. Mm-hmm. Chicago. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it makes it a lot easier mm-hmm. to kill your population, to control your population. When they're helpless against you, when you've got all the firepower and they have none, it's a brilliant plan. But we're, first, we're going to take it for your safety because we don't want you to get hurt. We just don't want you to get hurt. Guns are unsafe. You, you guys can't handle them. Okay? Only we can. Only the government knows how to handle weaponry. So we're going to take yours from you. But this is just for your safety. Oh. 
okay. Thank you, sir. May I have another? And then they slap us down again. Thank you, sir. May I have another? And it just keeps going. When will we learn that lesson? I mean, I hope we've learned it now, really. Seems the Democrats haven't learned that lesson, but certainly conservatives understand it. They know it, and they're going to guard against it. Yeah, first they came for the bump stocks, and I said nothing because I don't have a bump stock. I didn't even know what a bump stock was. Right? And then they're going to come for the magazine size, and then... Honestly, until that shooting in Las Vegas, I'd never heard of a bump stock. I didn't even know what it was. Mm -hmm. Had no idea. And now, and we let that go. And nobody even really said anything about it. Very little, anyway. There was almost no outcry over, wait a minute. What? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's slow down here. Nope, they just steamrolled that right past us. Because everybody thought, well, okay, yeah, that's, that's a bump stock. I don't even know what it is. Well, now we do. And, uh, and now it's gone. Now you can't get one. Now, if you had a bump stock... Did you have to turn it in? Oh, no. I'm not sure about that either. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me. 888 Speaking of uh, just absolute lunacy, yeah. you do have to turn it in? Yeah. Do you really? Let's see. Wow, you got to turn in your bump stock? Here's, here's an AP headline. Okay, bump stocks are turned in or destroyed as ban takes effect. Uh, let's see. How many people turned in their bump stocks? Yeah, I'd like know. to know. I'm guessing not that many. <laughs> AT, here's another headline. ATF won't say if anyone has turned in bump stocks. <laughs> I bet they won't. <laughs> and they're not willing to say, because if they say, yeah, three people turned them in, uh, <laughs> then there's going to be an outcry, and nobody wants to go get those bump stocks. Wow. <laughs> there you go. That's great. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that's a cute little bump stock ban. All right. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be sure to turn that in just as soon as I remember where mine is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. So it begins. <clears throat> this is just a nuts story in the UK. A mother of two was arrested and jailed for seven hours and charged with malicious communications for referring to a trans woman as a man on Twitter. Kate Skotow who was arrested in front of her two young children for referring to a trans woman as a man, has been charged with malicious communications. What happened? I mean, I guess there's no freedom of speech in the UK. Mm. That's that's amazing. Malicious communication? So nothing's protected there? Authorities arrest... It's getting that way here, too. Don't don't think we're safe from this, because uh, we're not. She's 38. They arrested her at her home in December after she misgendered trans activist Stephanie Hayden on Twitter. She was detained for more than seven hours before being questioned, according to previous reporting. Uh, According to the Daily Mail, the Crown Prosecution Service said she was charged over persistent messages designed to cause annoyance, inconvenience, or needless anxiety. The outlet reported that authorities charged her after reviewing a file of evidence from police relating to social media posts. That's unbelievable. If you can be if you can be arrested for what's on your social media post, and it's not threatening in any way, right? You're not saying, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a gun and kill you." If you're not saying something like that, like you're threatening the life of someone, 
stay out of it. And she what m- business is it of the government? The trans activist could have <sighs> muted or blocked this individual, right? right? And not seen this stuff to begin with. I assume they have that function in the UK, just as we do here. Yeah. Uh, according to The Sun, a spokesperson said, we made the decision to charge her after reviewing a file of evidence. Uh, wow. But the uh, yeah. Crown Prosecution Service reminds all concerned that criminal proceedings against her are now active and that she has a right to a fair trial. It's extremely important that there should be no reporting, commentary, or sharing of information online, which could anyway, in any way prejudice these proceedings. She took to the internet afterwards and said, I was arrested in my home by three officers with my autistic 10-year-old daughter and breastfed 20-month-old son present. <clears throat> I was then <clears throat> detained for seven hours in a cell with no sanitary products, which I said I needed before being interviewed and then later released under investigation. I was arrested for harassment and malicious communications because I called out someone and misgendered them on Twitter. Apparently, this person was a man or still is a man, but identifies as a woman. I'm not going to take the risk and <laughs> identify Jeez, them whatsoever. Man. But one of the charges was, um, you, you said, needless anxiety. Yeah. How about those children? Did they yeah. not just suffer some needless anxiety by seeing their own mom get arrested in her home? In no, front not, of them? not compared to a man being uh, called a man. <laughs> when he thinks he's a woman. Okay, so now that you say it like that, I, yeah. I see your point. Right. Okay. I, I I'm glad. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm glad you could see mm-hmm. the error of your ways. Sorry. Because that's horrifying. What 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 that person went through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not knowing what gender, I guess, her, what <laughs> she went through. I, of course, I don't know. I don't know if that's her preferred pronoun. So, yeah, we'd best not say. <laughs> I don't know what they went through. Right. But in other news, apparently all crime has been solved <sighs> in Great Britain. Can you imagine that? So now that? they can go after people who call... Transgendered activist dudes online. <laughs> I cannot. Take it's this unreal. World. It is. It's just. It is so crazy. You can't get your head around it. You just really can't get your head around it. What is next? Is there I'm afraid to ask. Any freedom we're going to have left? Seriously. That's, I don't know. Be careful, American voter. Don't give the Democrats the House, the Senate, and the presidency. The last time you did that, we got away with only getting nationalized health care effectively through Obamacare. Mm. Heaven knows what they're going to give us next time they get absolute power. Mm. Meanwhile, uh, white people are being called white supremacists, white nationalists, racists. Hate mongers. Every name in the book on Twitter, and it's completely fine. Nobody cares about any of it. But if you use the wrong pronoun against a transgendered person, <laughs> you can go to jail. I can't. I can't. Uh, wow. You talk about madness. Uh, that's the very definition. Well, in America... Uh, it's estimated over 50 million of us miss work due to pain. And it's more than just emotional pain like we're experiencing right now from all these asinine stories. <laughs> it's actual pain, physical pain in your body that, you know, you might not even, Keith didn't even know where his was coming from. Just knew it was in his leg. There's no reason for it. Yep. Psychosomatic, you know, he just makes stuff up and then wow. it starts hurting. Okay. <laughs> uh. How's that back doing over there? <laughs> hmm? You doing okay? I, I actually have MRIs oh, okay. to back up what's going on there. Um, 
like that. But he actually started taking Relief Factor, which yep. works on inflammation. So it must have been something that was inflamed yep. in his leg. Great stuff. And then it calmed it right down. Yes, sir. And I then you it. stop taking it for a while due to uh, surgery when yeah. you have to t- stop taking anti-inflammatories, came right back. Yes, sir. And Absolutely. you started taking it again after your surgery was done, and it went away again. So obvious. It's happened multiple times because I go under the knife multiple times. So, uh, absolutely. I swear by it. Relief factor. Why would you swear by it? So you just have it somewhere near you, and then you start swearing? Or well, how does that work exactly? It really doesn't matter where the relief <laughs> factor is. I just start swearing. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that. I've noticed that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, it's 100% drug-free, created by doctors, and there's a great three-week quick start. Keith started with a quick start. It worked, so he kept ordering it. It's just 1995. 70% of those who order the quick start go on to order more, meaning it's working for them. So if you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain and get your life back, go to relieffactor.com. He's got no time for morons, except Friday. It's Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It's not much of a statement, though. He's here. <laughs> okay, well, is that really and? an endorsement, is it? <laughs> no, it's not. It's like a statement of fact. <laughs> All right. Pat Gray is here. Okay. That's like when people come up and say, hey, I heard your show. Uh, okay. And? Uh, good, I, I guess. Really? I mean, huh. so. Do you have any comments? Or? <laughs> Right. thoughts you'd like to share? <laughs> it's my least favorite thing. I heard your show. Now everybody's going to do this to me, but... Oh, no. Hey, I heard your show. <laughs> mm-hmm. And? That's probably a bad so sign if they it say is. that. That's what I think. Because then they're just saying... Yeah, I saying, think it is. Oh, look, it's the guy on the radio. Because if they really love the show, that's what they say. They say, yes. Love oh, your show. I love your so show. so good. I do it every day. Hey, I heard your show. Okay. <clears throat> uh, thanks. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a bad sign. That is a bad sign. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the way I've always taken it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. And in, it is a fact, I am here. So we got that going for us. Uh, let's see. The uh, court has overturned the conviction of five-time deported immigrant. Ugh. The one that... Shot Kate Steinle. Yes. Oh, good gosh. This is outrageous. California court overturned the conviction on Friday of a five-time deported homeless illegal immigrant who shot and killed Kate Steinle. Oh, it was an accident. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what this... I thought it was a stick. And I picked it up and it just went... The stick went off and uh, shot her in the head. That's literally the argument that his attorneys are making. It is almost exactly what they're saying. Um, The first district court of appeals ruled that the trial judge erred in not giving the jury the um, momentary possession instruction. The momentary possession instruction. I've never heard of it. It is undisputed that the defendant was holding the gun when it fired. Uh But the fact, that fact alone does not establish he possessed the gun for more than a moment. What? This is unreal. To possess the gun, defendant had to know he was holding it. <laughs> I, I What? 
so this guy is so out of his mind he doesn't know he picked up a gun? Jose Innes Garcia Zarate was deported five times before he shot Steinle on a San Francisco pier in 2015. He was a seven-time convicted felon and Mexican national. Mm. Before he shot Steinle, Immigration and Customs Enforcement lodged a detainer for him with the San Francisco Sheriff's Office. The office didn't honor the request, of course, well, because they're a sanctuary city. Mm-hmm. That... Uh, so they're in part responsible for this. Yeah, they are. A jury acquitted him of the charge of murdering Steinley in 2017, but convicted him of being a felon in possession of a gun. His attorneys argued the shooting was an accident, that Garcia Zarate found the gun under a bench, accidentally caused the gun to fire, <laughs> and the bullet ricocheted off the pier and hit Steinley who was walking about 78 feet away with her father. Jeez, man. The gun just went off. I mean, he had nothing to do with it. Yep. Under the gun possession conviction, he faced three years in prison. He now faces immigration and gun charges. That's it. We're down to that. It's just un- not it's- murder. Now no. it's not even gun. No. I- I- this poor family. Good golly. Yeah, they're getting no justice here. None whatsoever. And instead, we upheld the conviction of a guy who pointed his finger at a neighbor in the shape of a gun. His thumb and forefinger in the shape of a gun and fired it with recoil. (laughs) It's a hand. It can't fire. There was no recoil. He just moved his arm. (laughs) Says you. (laughs) Says me. Some of these guns. Says me. Yeah. These finger guns, you know, they they mm-hmm. look like they're just well, they're level two, and, look like firearms. But there's kickback there, yeah, and you got to be prepared for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is apparently a heavier gun than yes, it, you know, you'd give it credit for because a lot of times whoa. that happens. I didn't even fire it. You just put a hole I in the wall. I didn't even over fire here. it. I don't know what happened. I didn't. Uh-huh. I didn't. I didn't know I picked it up. <laughs> I didn't even know I was in possession of it. That was a momentary possession uh, rule went off. thing right there, just and it just off. went off. I didn't even pick it up. I didn't know I picked it up anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if it would have hit you in the head uh-huh. after ricocheting off whatever's over there, uh-huh. I wouldn't be responsible. For, you can't separate me from my family. I've got a family, okay? Noted. I have a wife and children, and you can't separate me from them. Well, you can't, because I'm an American well, citizen. I mean, you've already... It's com- only the illegal aliens who can't be separated. But from you've already families. committed seven crimes. So No, there were four crimes pressed against my name. <laughs> there were four that I know of. <laughs> I got another one um, from... Uh, oh, I got to get, get that one into the machine. You got another one? Yeah, I got a different kind of one. It was also threatening. Quite threatening. Yeah. What happened? Uh, I can't remember who it's from. State Department or somebody? Or oh, Social Security? No. Somebody's after me. Yeah, I've <laughs> I've committed some serious crimes. Now, they didn't know my name, but uh, but they called my phone, so they must know it's me. Well, you know, in the state of Texas, uh, mm-hmm. as of uh, Sunday, it was law that in the state of Texas, you can no longer receive uh, these kind of, what I call them, spam calls without it properly identifying on your caller ID. It can't just be some random And what number. happens if it... If it does happen. Nothing. Yes. But the point is that I can say Mm -hmm. 
with certitude mm-hmm. that I didn't get any spam <clears throat> calls, uh, robocalls uh, yesterday, Sunday or Monday. Oh, I'm gonna have to check that out. I'm gonna. I can't wait. I'm gonna knock on. Oh, oh, I'm hopeful that that here. is gonna work. Mm-hmm. Wow. Let's hope that works. Yeah. Yep. All right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know the calories in a in one pistachio. You know how many there are? Four. Really? That's it. You know the calories uh, that you burn opening one pistachio? Three thousand one hundred and forty six. Oh no! Take that, Kale. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's, that's a fun good. Fact. I like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is true. If you don't like um, if you don't like vegetables, but you know you you feel sluggish, feel a little bloated. Get sick easily, need to lose weight. The global health supplement inter- industry is worth over $100 billion. Much of it synthetic junk that doesn't work. Some of it can even make you feel worse. That's why Dr. Michael Kim was compelled to create Field of Greens. He's frustrated with all the garbage on the market and wanted to create something for the average everyday person, not just super athletes like I am. Oh, you yes. Know. Just like you. Uh, that's why every day... Um, I get Field of Greens into my diet because it boosts my immunity, helps with digestion, bloating, and all around. 100% USDA organic fruits and vegetables. Go to BrickHousePat.com. That's BrickHousePat.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three added Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Steve tweets: uh, "Ignore history. This time we're going to get socialism and gun confiscation right." Yes, comrade. Thank you. We're finally the ones to do it. We. It. It took America. Yes. Thank you, comrade. We will finally do it right. Without oppression, it'll be democratic socialism. Mm-hmm. It'll be everybody prospering equally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No fat cats or bourgeoisie. Thank you. Did you like your Labor Day holiday? Thank the communists in America. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, communi- communists in America. Yeah. Th- thank you. Labor movement. Thank you for that unnecessary day off. <laughs> to not labor. <laughs> a misnomer what in the world really weird uh from spoons uh the reality of gun confiscation sorry officer my gun safe went on vacation i'll have him call you oh, yeah wow mm-hmm. gun safes get a vacation i guess so wow glacial bacterial glacial bacterial vector victor <laughs> i remember aoc said the glaciers are melting and it's unlocking disease and catastrophic Mm-hmm. Things, mm-hmm. Stuff. stuff. Pat, we're so glad to have you back this morning, and that you're over your terrible case of utitis. Oh <laughs> no! I know how awful that parasite from the godless animal can be. <laughs> since I once had uh, tarheelitis oh. from the same animal. Yeah, I get patriotitis all the time. Do you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that was a dark day, man. I could not have done the show on Friday. It just would have been impossible. It was a dark, dark. Day. Oh, you were sick. I was. How are you going to be able to That's do the show why. when you're ill? <laughs> right. I was ill. <laughs> I bet I you were, actually. was ill. Oh. Uh, it's just ridiculous how caught up in that I am. i got to stop. 
I got to figure out a way to extract myself emotionally from that team. <laughs> Good luck. I'm that Dang same it. way. I'm just so tired of it. And I do it every night. It sucks. The Braves, you know? Ugh. It does suck. What's our problem? It's, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's many more important things. No. And yet that is See, just... that's ah! where I can't go there with you. The Pickled Squirrel <laughs> tweets, uh, After I had a private shooting lesson, my instructor offered to take my picture... With the AR-15 I shot, I declined. Oh. Cowardly? <laughs> yep. But I didn't want it to come back to bite me. Right. That's. It's probably smart. Mm-hmm. I mean, if somebody somebody takes your picture with your own phone, maybe that's okay because then you can post it or not. Mm-hmm. But if they take their your picture with their phone, they could tweet that and who knows what would and happen. And what stinks in your case is you <laughs> used to own an AR-15. I don't yeah. think you ever got your picture made with it before no, I it disappeared. No, I didn't. And not. now that opportunity is gone, completely man. gone. It just vanished and... Destroyed. So did the chance of getting a picture with it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Too bad. Lost it. I lost it. <laughs> uh, Mike in Utah, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, good morning. Rise and shout. The Cougars are still asleep, though. Yeah, I know. Dang it. Mm. Hey, hey. Um, I was just going to call. I talked to you guys right after that uh, shooting in um, in Nevada mm-hmm. and with the guy with the bump socks. Yeah. And uh, first off, I'm going to clear the air. Mine's gone. I haven't oh, wow. seen it forever. I don't know where it went, but it, <laughs> it's completely gone. Yeah, that happens and, sometimes. Uh, dang it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dang it. Darn. Yeah. Hey, and then um, uh, also, how come I seems like I'm only getting you guys? I'm missing like an hour of your show in the morning. That's that's the number one complaint. I get you guys at five o'clock in the morning, but it seems like there's a whole a whole section missing on the blaze. Really? You get us? Well, yeah. you, do you get us from five to seven? Right. Yeah, I want I want you from four. So you're saying you're Uh saying we need to do an extra hour. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Uh, I'm sorry, we're all out of time. I can't hear you. (laughs) Sorry. Um, (laughs) Bad connection. (laughs) Thanks, Mike. Waking up at three is much better than waking up at two, Mike. Seriously, if we if we did the the show an hour earlier, because we we have to stop at eight Uh Central Time because of Glenn, so we would have to start at four, meaning get up at two. Oh, no, thank you. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't think so. I'm a pass. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, for a price, we would do that. For there a certain it price. is. Yeah. For a price. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, you know, things are. If if you want to know why it's so important that we have the Second Amendment, just look to Hong Kong right now. Yeah. Boy, do they wish they had a Second Amendment right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, one of the protesters held up a sign saying as much. Well, exactly that. We need the Second Amendment. Look at that. Protesters in Hong Kong. Look at that. Yeah, this has been uh, verified, not photoshopped. The journalist took uh, that's this picture. Really something. Wow. We need the Second Amendment. Look at that. Is that they says do. it all? That says it all. Yeah. Because what are you going to do when you've got an oppressive government coming down on you like like they do? Like they have, I, I don't know what you're going to do. Uh, they're, um, what are they? What do they call the leader of Hong Kong? She's like the chairman or something of Hong Kong. Oh, that would be appropriate. I don't know. Since she's put <coughs> in by the uh, Chinese, right? Yeah. Uh, chairman, chief, chief executive, chief executive, Carrie Lam. That that shows you the mindset that yes, this is our capitalist area. Appointed by the, the- chairman, the CEO <laughs> of Hong Kong. That's pretty interesting anyway she was appointed by the chinese government she's loyal to china yep and she's telling people in private meetings that hey i wish i i would quit if i could i can't i don't have that option 
what? You don't have that option. So the Chinese government is not allowing her to quit? Is that what we're to believe? I guess. Um, and she said she has very, very, very limited options right I now. I bet she does. I bet she does. Yeah. It's all being controlled uh, by the Chinese government. And it's just absolutely astounding to me that the people of Hong Kong have kept this going for so long and they're getting bolder every week. Yeah. It's a little frightening because they are getting, you know, violent and violence is going to be met with violence and it has been. You just So feel, it's getting kind of ugly. You just feel like <clears throat> a Tiananmen Square moment is coming where yeah, you do. it's going to get... But that's the difference, right? You've got cameras there. Mm-hmm. You didn't have cameras at Tiananmen Square. True. So maybe that's the only thing that's keeping the Chinese uh, government from going in there and doing what they really want to do. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised they haven't already because it's been going on since June. So we're going on, what, two months? June, July, August. Maybe we're even going into our third month now. And the protests are huge. I mean, absolutely. Sometimes in the millions of people. With all they have on the line, you know, being beaten by the police. Wow, they went in with water cannons the other day and clubs and were beating people on in the train depot. They didn't even know if they were protesters. They just ran into the train and started wailing on people. The, the protests <clears throat> began on March 31st. They've gone on for five months and three days now. Holy cow. But the big one was in was June, right? I think it led up to that, and yeah. then the, it hit with the two million people in the streets in June sometime. And I think they've marked it from that point on mm-hmm. to where it really got serious. But anyway, the the other side is getting pretty serious too. They're firing water cannons that are dyed blue. Did you see the blue water being shot on them? No, I didn't. So that it dyes their skin as it hits them, so they can identify them later. Oh boy! If they run. No, what I saw Ooh. was the protesters going and taking the um, the tear gas canister, canisters and putting them in like a thermos with um, uh, something nitrogen. Thank you, Martin. That basically just turns it into just a solid, and they just pour it back out and say, "Here's your tear gas, sucker." Really? <laughs> so they're just going up, they're scooping it up, putting it in the thermos, shake it up, shake it up, dump it, dump it right back out. There you go. That's pretty smart. <laughs> I love this. That's pretty smart. Please stay safe, Hong Kong residents. Yeah, jeez. They have guts. Mm-hmm. Got to give them that. Yeah, and all this started, wow. right, because they didn't want crimes or suspected crimes to be decided on the mainland of China. Yes. Yep. I mean, that's fascinating that, that just the threat mm-hmm. of being extradited to China is what led to this. Right. That's impressive. Plus, they shelled, they shelled that law, and that wasn't enough for them. Uh, yeah, now they just know we won't In more. the U.S., we'd be like, okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're done. Nope. They're like, no, we want it completely withdrawn and not considered at all, and we want the chairman, the CEO, to <laughs> step down. I love it. The people of Hong Kong wow. are Overton windowing the Chinese government with this one. We'll see I who wins. This. Yes. I hope, I hope they do. I hope the people of Hong Kong win it. Uh, 888-900-3393. You know, most of us have tens or even hundreds of thousands of dollars in equity of our homes. It'd be a shame to lose it. I mean, that's our savings account. That's our retirement nest egg. That's quick cash in an emergency. And then, you know, suddenly, stolen by online online thieves, your equity is completely gone. You don't want that to happen. If there's even a chance, isn't it worth 
going to HomeTitleLock.com and getting that protection because there's nobody else that does this. Uh, I mean, other companies do a really good job, um, but they don't cover online mortgages. Home Title Lock does. They'll put a virtual firewall around your home's online title and mortgage. And when they detect any kind of tampering, they shut it down. Protect your most valuable asset from equity thieves. Go to HomeTitleLock.com and enter your address to see if you've already been compromised. Register now for 60 risk-free days of protection at HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Mm -hmm. A little battle going on between uh, the French president and the president of Brazil and their wives right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because uh, Macron, Emmanuel Macron, is such a uh, climate change warrior. (laughs) He's like Al Gore. And so he is making a big deal out of this Amazon fire. Now, in Brazil, they're saying, look, this is about like it always is. There's no evidence that this is even out of the ordinary. I don't know if that's true or, true or not, but they do have fires every year. Some twenty-five or 30,000 of them, in fact, in the Amazon, and they just never talk about it. This year, it's become this big catastrophe. And so Macron has been babbling about it, which pissed off uh, Bolsonaro, Jair Bolsonaro, uh, Brazil's president, who's a little bit outspoken, like, I don't know, our president is. (laughs) So (laughs) because he's pissed off at Macron, he's been going after Macron's wife, which is not really cool. Uh, and his, um, one of his <clears throat> underlings is going after him as well. <clears throat> he said, uh, this gang of clowns only open their mouths to speak ill of our country. Of course, a bunch of people will be surprised. They'll think I called him chicken because I was questioning his manhood. But I've seen plenty of gay men who are more manly than this imbecile. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, Bolsonaro also got into it by mocking Macron's wife. And Macron said, well, I'm sure that the, the women in Brazil are disgusted with their leader. Uh, but that didn't, uh, <clears throat> that didn't throw the leader of Brazil off the scent. He was questioned about what he said about Macron's wife by one of his reporters. And he responded by saying, I'll ask you a question. Is Macron's wife beautiful or ugly? <laughs> wow. Would you take it? Wow. If you're going to talk rubbish about our country, you better be ready to listen to some rubbish back about and about your relatives. The fact he sleeps with a dragon doesn't make him a fire expert. <laughs> She's ugly, brother. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is the president. Of a major country. Uh, so. Of what? The fourth most populous nation on earth? Can he claim it was a <clears throat> screw up in the translation? Or? I don't. Man. I don't think so. That's an amazing quote. 
Let me ask you, is his wife beautiful or, or ugly? And then he answers the question for him. She's ugly, brother. <laughs> the fact that he sleeps with a dragon doesn't make him a fire expert. <laughs> what a wow. great line. Although, <clears throat> you know, he shouldn't have said it. <laughs> About the guy's wife. That That's not cool. No. But I, I do I do enjoy another world leader I you know, know. stepping up I and know. Uh, making Trump look like, you know, a <laughs> choir boy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Appreciate that this moment that we're going through here. <laughs> wow. I mean that's I don't think Trump would even get go there. No. He wouldn't even go that's there. That's what I mean, yeah. I, I like, I that, like yeah, that's crazy. Y'all keep talking. Y'all keep jawing. <laughs> because by the end of the year, you keep this up. I mean, Trump will look like, you know. Yeah. Well, you said it. A choir boy. A choir boy. A yeah. boy scout. Boy scout. Helping little old ladies cross the street Aww. against the traffic. Yeah. Uh, that's what it'll look like. Um, 888-900-3393. Some interesting defense of the president came uh, over the weekend from Fox News. Fox Business News, I think this is. With Stuart Varney. Who's a guy I liked a lot. I, I respect him. This uh, maybe goes a little too far. He's arguing with Joe Walsh, who's running against the president in the primary. And uh, Stuart Varney is taking great exception to that. Nonsense. And you know it's nonsense. And don't try to bring me into your phony arguments. Wow. You asked me, and let's get back to where we started, my friend. You asked me why I would do something as monumental as this. You can disagree with why I'm doing it, my friend, but Mm -hmm. I'm doing it because I believe he's unfit and he's a danger to this country. I would not take on a task like Mm -hmm. this, Stuart, because admittedly, it's a difficult thing to do unless I felt that strongly about it. Okay, now explain yourself. Explain yourself. You say he's unfit to be the President of the United States. Trump is an unfit con man who doesn't care about anything but himself. Explain it. So what are you talking about? I think he does. Mm. Let me explain, and then you can jump in and Mm. disagree. I do believe we've never had a situation like this where we have a president who we fundamentally can't believe. I do believe he lies virtually every time he opens his mouth. Give me an example. I believe, Stuart... I'll give you an example just from yesterday, and even his staff, Stuart, admitted that he lied this week when he said there were high-level phone calls between the United States and China. Trump said that repeatedly. His staff came out yesterday and admittedly admitted that the president of the United States lied to the world to manipulate the markets. I have a problem with that. That's not a lie. Let's not get technical. That's not a lie. No, it's not a lie. If the man says, and he hmm. did, that Hmm. high-level talks had been held with China, that is not a lie. They were held with China. Stuart, he said there were high-level phone calls with Chinese Mm. officials. His staff admitted that was not true, that he Mm. lied in order to manipulate the market. Okay, give me another one. Give me another another one. What do you need? He said that his... (laughs) Hey, Stuart, really, you don't believe that that's a lie? No, I don't. (laughs) You don't. And I really object to you saying to me, and Mm. you know it is, Stuart. I do not know it is. Stuart, do you believe... And please don't bring me to your nonsense. Stuart, do you believe this president lies? No. (laughs) You don't believe he's ever lied? He exaggerates and spins. Wow. Wow. Mm. Okay, well. (laughs) Nothing to see here. (laughs) Nothing to see here. I mean, we've covered it. Move along. Stuart Varney said it. Move along. Good enough for me. President never lies. Mm -mm. All right.
That's a tough case to make, frankly. Come on. I mean, even as a Trump fan, you know he's lied. Please. You know he's lied. It's just a matter of whether you think it's a big deal or not that he the lies that he has told. And you could come up with a bunch of them right off the top of your head. Like, you know, I mean, the numbers game that he plays all the time. It was the biggest inauguration crowd <laughs> of all time. Uh, my crowds are, I had 17,000 people waiting outside the arena in addition to the 17,000 <laughs> in the arena. I mean, he lies all the time. Maybe that's just an exaggeration to Stuart Varney. And I could think of other examples that are probably more uh, pertinent. But I do love but, this, though, where he says that uh, China called last night our top trade people and said, let's get back to the table. China was like, we have no idea what, what he's talking about. And that's when the staff said. I, <laughs> really? That's when the, staff, uh, the White House staff said, okay. regarding this yeah. phone call you're talking about over that the weekend, happen. I'm not aware of that. I can tell you clearly I haven't heard of such a thing. So is that a spin yeah. or an exaggeration when you say somebody called when they didn't call? Is right. that a spin right. or an exaggeration? No, it's a, it's a lie. It's a lie. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of, well, do you care or not that the guy lies? And see, when Barack Obama lies, though, we get, uh, we get you know, government health care. Uh, you can keep your doctor if you like your doctor, right? Remember that one? That was a big one. That was a fun one. Yeah, and that was an important one mm-hmm. because it helped snow half of the country that, yeah, I, okay, well, then I, I can keep mine if I don't like your Obamacare. That's fine. And then when it turned out for 7 million people that wasn't the case, not only did you have to like your health care, but so did Obama. And if he didn't, sorry, you can't keep it. Yeah, that was a big lie. Uh, He lied by saying, what, the George Bush administration started uh, Fast and Furious, and uh, we had a Border Patrol agent dead, Mm -hmm. and and people in France at a concert dead over that effective lie. Lied about Benghazi, which we had four Mm -hmm. Americans dead over that. video caused that uh, uproar? Shut up. A month later, he was still saying that. And so was Hillary. A month after the fact. And then they lied about lying about it. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, presidents lie. It's just a matter of the uh, the enormity of the lie and the importance that you place on it as to whether it's a big deal or not to you. But um, interesting that, you know, I... I, I don't understand the supporters of the president who just won't even admit that he has ever done anything wrong. It's like he's perfection personified. And come on, we don't have to agree with every single issue, do we, in order to support him? I mean, I've gotten to the point where, yeah, he better win the election or we're in catastrophic trouble. But I can still say, okay, yeah, there's some issues there. Right? Is that not reasonable? I think it is. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Some supporters of the president over the weekend, as Boston geared up for this um, straight pride parade. Oh yeah, and I didn't hear a lot of uh, contention that went on during this, but there was a group that called itself the Super Happy Fun America. <laughs> they organized the parade in response to the gay pride parades. That take place in the U.S. every year. And they're like, okay, well, if you can have gay pride, why can't we have straight pride parade? <laughs> Serious. And that's a, to me, that's a great question. Why can't you? Nobody is contending that you can't do the gay pride parades. You do them every year. Why can't some people also be proud of being straight? It's strange to me, but 
Uh, critics are calling them white supremacists, that they're trying to bait members of the LGBTQIA2 plus community. Well, are they baiting the straight community then when they do their gay pride parades? Anyway, it's supposedly racist and xenophobic and homophobic. Any other word you can come up with. Every phobe in the, wor- in the world. <laughs> that's what, that's what they are. Uh-huh. They say there's no racist in our group. You have to come to one of our meetings. It's like the UN. <laughs> hey, but that's not going to... Uh, wait, what? <laughs> so, one of the members, Enrico Terrio, member of the all-male Proud Boys organization, and I love this. In the article, it says, which has been designated a hate group by the Southern Poverty Law Center is due to attend. Now, why, why do you put in that this, what anything the Southern Poverty Law Center says? That's like saying the Nazis have declared the Jews a hate group. Oh, Okay. Well, okay, that doesn't mean anything to me. That doesn't say anything bad about the Jews, uh, because I understand who the Nazis are. I understand who the Southern Poverty Law Center is. They themselves are a hate group who have labeled uh, uh, David David Barton a terrorist, a, a domestic terrorist. Right. Really, David Barton is okay. So anyway, the Super Happy Fun America website said the march was to spread awareness of issues impacting straights, describing heterosexuals as an oppressed majority in Massachusetts. (laughs) (laughs) And they marched next to uh, pro-Trump floats. They had a member of the alt-right, Milo Yiannopoulos, who was one of the prominent members and marchers. And isn't he himself gay? I think I'm pretty so. sure he is. Yeah. So it was a, you know, it was a pretty diverse group there marching. All right, we'll see you again uh, right back here tomorrow. Yeah. And he is. He is.